Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam, and I'm very happy to be recording another episode. If you haven't already, check out my Celebrate You episode talking about my experience with my birthday and the struggles I have with celebrating that. Um, Something I wanted to just point out really quickly before we get started, please, please, please check out everythingme.com. The new workshop talking about setbacks and life lessons um, is next week on the 29th. And it is a free workshop where I'm going to talk to you about how to bounce back from those things. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. Um, The previous um, workshops that I've done are available on YouTube. So check out everything in me on YouTube. They're all pre-recorded. Um, you know, during the session. So you guys can kind of catch up and see where, you know, you kind of miss some things because <laughs> it's part of a series. So yeah, super excited about that. Also, don't be afraid to share and, and you know, review this podcast. Let me know what you think. Um, it definitely means a ton to me because I get to get some feedback and hear more about you guys. And if you haven't already, check out Everything In Me on IG. So it's Everything In Me IG. Um, it's on Instagram and I post stories and polls and content and stuff like that on there. And also on Facebook, it's everything in me FB. I'm thinking about doing a series about essentially like self-awareness. I'm really, really good at being self-aware, really good about my energy, my participation, accountability, um, just organizing my life and my thoughts and my moves Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So I'm considering doing a series because recently I've been um, approached and engaging with my circle, and a lot of um, people kind of struggle with you know their self awareness. And I think it would be hugely beneficial if we kind of were able to pay attention to ourselves and identify exactly what it is we're struggling with, or we should do differently or better, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So. Yeah. So thinking about doing that. So that would probably be done either on Instagram live or Facebook live. Um, I think having that automatic interactive um, opportunity will be better. Um, Yeah. So if you guys are interested, check out everything in me IG for more information or everythingme.com. So yes, let's get into this episode about uplifting and, you know, fun stuff (laughs) such as finding outlets. So I'm going to try to explain what I mean by outlets. Um, You know, there's a lot of people who tend to hold on to a lot of energy, ill feelings, things that they struggle with, things that they've gone through that have been really challenging and really kind of um, confining to who they are and who they want to be. So the concept behind what you go through, you should find an outlet um, somewhere in which you can kind of release that tension, that trauma, that stress, um, that stress and create healing. Um, this can be done in so many different ways, but the concept behind it definitely stems from wanting to heal, wanting to be a better version of yourself. Something I'm, I am a big advocate for because a lot of times we do um, get in the way of our own glory. So it's very important for us to recognize the value that is there when we have found outlets. So I don't know about you guys, but I've definitely run into a lot of people who struggle with their energy. So you can kind of tell they have a chip on their shoulder. They're really bitter. 
Um, sometimes it's not that extreme. Sometimes you feel that they're just always holding on to some sort of tension or stress, um, gossip or, you know, series of events or situation. And you have to be careful because with that energy that they're kind of holding on, they're looking for outlets. So they are literally almost looking for people's shoulders to cry on. Um, you know, sometimes you have those people, I know I had that where you ask them, Hey, how you doing? And they go into this whole like 45 minute brawl of what they're going through, how it makes them feel. And they're venting to you and they're just dropping that energy off. That is very scary. And that has happened to me um, a couple of times. Sometimes I'm, I'm able to pick up on their energy before we engage in a full-fledged conversation. And sometimes they need to drop it off to me because they feel comfortable with doing that. But sometimes you can avoid that because it should be one's responsibility to find outlets. And understanding the value and the purpose for them is the first thing to do. Um, we all go through very stressful, traumatic things from time to time, or it could be something that is a little bit overwhelming, or you know, you already have a lot on your plate, and this kind of popping up creates more of a um, attention for you that you didn't necessarily have before. I know for me personally, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was really struggling with things, and these are these are some ways that you can recognize whether you're kind of in that boat or not. So, um, things like falling asleep, things like eating, things like, you know, taking care of your health, all of these things, you know, productivity, your mojo, that's what I refer to, um, kind of my, the pep in my step. I'm like, you're losing your mojo, you're losing your mojo. Um, you know, struggling with things that you internally, like, you know, mentally, whatever you want to call it, genuinely want to do. But for some reason, the vessel that is your body or your spirit or your energy doesn't allow you to, meaning you struggle with um, finding the opportunity to to get kind of get started. Or when you do, you just feel overwhelmed and feel unmotivated because it's it's a lot more than you anticipated. But in any other season, you're completely fine attacking this and, you know, keeping on going. But you're noticing over time that things are feeling a little bit different. They're feeling a little bit um, uncomfortable and you're trying to find a way to be able to regain um, an understanding as to how do I, you know, put one foot in front of the other? How do I get this kind of boat rolling again? There's some very important pieces to that. And one of the main pieces that I would recommend everyone do is just pay attention to those signs. So me personally, I actually experienced those things where I knew something was off and it sometimes it catches you like out of the blue. And sometimes it's definitely a gradual thing. It could be a life stage. It could be um, a triggered event that spiraled out of control. It can be so many different things. It's really up to us to recognize basically how can we adjust and shift and also pay attention to those signs before they get unmanageable. So there is a couple things that I would recommend someone in this boat do. You want to assess your life. I'm big on analyzing. So I'm pretty frequently assessing my life and what are my outputs versus what are my inputs? So what do I mean by that? So essentially, what are the things that I am investing in my time, my energy, my money, my interest? What are the things that I'm doing, um, you know, that are to help others, to service, to participate, to show up, to help, to, um, you know, 
get work done, you know, things like that. What are the things that I'm spending my time and my energy on? And what are the things that I'm doing? Um, your inputs are the things that you're doing to self-care, to be self-aware, to meditate, to rehabilitate, to relax, um, to rest, to be able to re-engage. So to fill your cup back up. Now, you know, a lot of us will say, well, I don't have the time. I just, I, I can't, I can't get around to getting my nails done. I can't get around to making sure that every single day my hair is done. I just don't have the time. I can't handle that. I can't put that in, into my life. Um, I don't have time for meditating. I don't have time to think about, you know, um, how I could be better as a person right now. I'm just focusing on the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day. Granted, been there. <laughs> um, I still struggle with that. So you're definitely not alone on that boat. Um, but there is a huge value in doing a tune-up, uh, rotating your tires, changing your oil. There's so many, there's so much value into doing that for your cars. It's the same thing with your body, you know, paying attention to the aches and the pains or the um, unpredictable, unpredictable spasms that you may feel, or the lack of emotion um, you show at certain points of your life, or the roller coaster of emotion that you show at certain points of your life. Um, all of those little clues let you know when things are off, you know, having a foggy brain, you know, just not being able to focus. There sometimes can be larger things at play. So, you know, bigger. Um, issues, but if you know your body and you kind of know what more or less what to expect, then you're, you're able to kind of figure out how can I curve those feelings? How can I adjust those feelings or adjust um, what I'm going through to be more manageable? Now, finding outlets are imperative because think of your body as, um, let's think of your body as, I don't know, like a lake where all that's happening in that lake is it's raining, you know, people are throwing stuff in that lake, you know, there's liquids being thrown in there, people are polluting it. And over time, you're going to overflow, you're going to have a huge amount of um, debris and garbage and contamination that's going to take out, take away all the, the vital nutrients, the filtering system, the ecosystem that exists there. All of those things are slowly going to go away because you're just piling all of that stuff in and not being careful about what you allow in. Um, there's no signage of what's uh, no littering. There's not, there's no sense of control. Um, and so you have to be very, very careful. Now, when you are experiencing such a large, overwhelming feeling, there are many ways in which you can find outlets. So some of the like, things you can do today, things you can do right now, um, there are these books that are super affordable. Um, they have them all over. They have them on Amazon. They have all different types. But I found them more recently as Five Below. So I don't know if you guys have been listening along um, with my podcast, but I've been talking about finding ways for me to um, enjoy life and just have something for me that's beneficial to me to do. And one of the ways that I have um, found a way to have an outlet, if you will, is this book, one of these books that I actually got for myself and it's called Create Your Own Calm. It's a journaling quieting, it's a journal for quieting anxiety. So 
I genuinely try to do at least two pages a day, um, which allow me to focus and carve out a little bit of time for myself. It could be max 15 minutes that I'm doing this, but that's 15 minutes for me. So put that in the meat bucket, put that in the outlet bucket. So I'm channeling, you know, emotions, anxiety, frustration, stress into something that is more, um, productive and relieving and relaxing than it would be to um, continue to allow myself to go down this this nasty spiral, if you will. And think about it. If you have so much on your plate or you have so many things that you're um, you're dealing with and when you have idle time or time that's kind of in limbo and you've chosen to allow external things to be piled into that time or um, you've chosen to quote unquote get ahead with certain things that you could really wait a day or two to do instead of saying, let me use that time to devote to myself. You really start to feel those effects in different ways that I kind of talked about already. Um, my gratitude tree, I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I'm not completely finished with it because I've kind of run out of things that I'm grateful for. <laughs> it sounds so bad, but I would say um, probably about 80, 85% of it is completely done. Um, so it's not like I have ways to go. I could, I probably have like maybe like 20 more things I could add on it. It's really not that deep, like comparative to the hundred that was there. Um, so I, I, I don't have that much to do, so I'm not really like complaining about it, but it's allowing me to, to be more specific. I have used it at times when I get frustrated or I'm a little confused as to what I'm doing and where I'm going to next, um, to be able to figure out, you know, how can I get back on track, if you will. So that book um, that I mentioned earlier, again, that's from Five Below and was five bucks. And they have a whole bunch of them for, for meditating, for, you know, um, handwriting, which I'm interested in. I felt like it wasn't enough practicing for me, but um, calligraphy is something I definitely want to be able to get into. Um, they have different ones for just, you know, being present, um, paying attention, having your focus, you know, me time, all of these different ones. So they have different ones for different reasons. Um, this one that stood out to me because it's encouraging you to be childlike in a sense where they're asking you to draw certain emotions or feelings that you may be feeling. Um, and I use that opportunity to use markers or crayons, whichever I'm feeling like in that, in that session to be able to express myself, which I genuinely like, even though I'm not the best drawer, <laughs> it's still a really fun way to kind of connect with, um, you know, a more simpler time, if you will. Um, so that's super fun to do. And I encourage people to check it out because they have different types of books. And I actually was gifted for my birthday last week, um, a book that is called Zen as Fuck. So it is a very raunchy version of a self-care. Um, it's a journal for practicing the mindful art of not giving a fuck. So it's quite interesting um, because I do curse in my daily life um, and this book is is very to the point, which I really enjoy. So it's a different speed um, and it allows you to feel more adult-like and less out of touch, if you will, because sometimes some of these books and activities can be like hard for you to, to navigate because you feel as though um, they're expecting you to operate from... Um, a space of like, I need help more than anything else versus like, I'm doing this as a pleasure. I'm doing this to enjoy quality time with myself 
and have this outlet be something I enjoy or want, I look forward to versus like, do I have all my ducks in a row? Am I deserving of this time? You know, I really get to decide the pace and the activities I can jump from side to side. It's not like it's structured or you have to go in a certain um, rhythm. You can really just, you know, go whatever direction you want to and do whatever you want to and come back to whatever you want to. Um, But it's a really great way to not only journal, which I am not really completely a fan of. I have very limited moments in which I want to write things down. I'm more verbal. I like to talk, hence this podcast, which I'm so grateful for. And I'm grateful for every listener. So thank you so much for that. I realize that I much rather converse than anything else. So I try to, to, you know, find excitement and topics to go through to do that. And that definitely is a huge outlet for me, but there's so many more behind the scenes when it comes to outlets. And I definitely, definitely want to get into those so that way you guys can hopefully have something that you can walk away with today or in the future that you can do on your own. Okay, so let's jump back in with these outlets. So another great outlet is obviously, you know, like I mentioned before, journaling. So writing down your thoughts, writing down your issues, creating a place where you can express yourself freely, honestly, and in depth. Um, it can definitely relieve your your tension and your stress because this this kind of feeling has a place. You know, it has a place where it can lay to rest because um, sometimes our feelings, um, you, you can't change them. Like you can't do anything with them. Either time has to happen and you or the universe has to come into play or, um, they're out of your control and there's literally nothing you can do with them. But with journaling and just writing down your thoughts and how you're feeling and what your day was like can definitely, definitely help you find a place for them where you feel like they belong. And you can almost check that off of your list and give it a space where it can exist. Um, that's outside of you. So that's, that again is, is a really great avenue. Um, activities, activities are fun. So coloring, um, DIYing, creating things, um, being able to play games, finding, you know, walking, you know, I definitely did that this morning. I'm trying to be better about that. Being working from home can be really challenging. Um, I am in limbo, so I kind of go into the office at certain days and I'm home certain days, but being more active is a great activity that can just relieve your body of, um, the stress or the tension that you're kind of carrying. Um, another great thing is cooking, you leaning into your hobbies. Now for me, I talked about calligraphy. That's something I'm interested in. I love interior design as well, interior and I'm getting into exterior in my celebration um, podcast. I talk about the gift to myself, which I actually completed um, yesterday for the most part. And so I'm super excited about that. Just enjoying that fruit, you know, from my labor. Um, oh, well, not completely mine. My partner and I put it together, but you know, for the most part. Um, yeah. So doing that, you know, flower arrangements. Another huge little thing that reminds me in the household, there's something alive. There's something that is there to draw in beauty and wonder. You know, sometimes I think we, we kind of like forget or we overlook how having a flow or a scenery or a setting that uplifts us and how much that has to do with our overall well-being. 
you know, being connected to the outdoors is something that is very important. It's very natural for us. It does something chemically to the brain. So that's always important to find a place, a park, um, a location in which you can connect with. For me, I enjoy the beach. I love going to the beach. I love being about around water. The concept of being able to be renewed and restored through water is so important to me. It's so exciting. It definitely, um, it definitely gives gives me a reason to have some pep in my step. Um, this morning, I started my day, day off with some really good music. There are times that I actually listen to peaceful meditation music. And so that's kind of, I, it reminds me of spa music where you literally are listening, no words. It's just sounds um, orchestrated all together to kind of keep you calm and collected. And definitely on high stress days, I'll put that on because it acts as a reminder to just slow down and take your time. And I put that on throughout the house in, you know, I have work jazz or I like it's called jazz vibes on Spotify. And I'll listen to that when I'm working, because I find if I listen to, to songs with words, I lose focus. I want to sing those songs. I'm not really paying attention to what I'm doing. So to have some sort of rhythm or, um, music in the background definitely helps ease, kind of my stress level because it, it just kind of creates a rhythm that I, I, I kind of grow, you know, work through. So that's really <clears throat> nice to have. Another outlet is being able to watch shows that um, entertain me and I feel like I can connect with, or I feel like I can learn more from. Um, I definitely love TED Talks. I love um, Great Big Story. I love anything that is explaining a process. <laughs> it sounds like a um, tutorials or something. Sometimes tutorials are really good too. I'm, I'm all about documentaries. I'm all about anything that can explain the world to me or shed light on, you know, where origins, certain origins come from and the thoughts behind certain things. To me, that's always nice to just um, learn a little bit, but also drift off into almost like a student um, state of mind where there's nothing for me to do. There's nothing for me to do, but pay attention. That's, that's all there is. Cooking shows are also very inspirational. It definitely is an outlet, but it also helps give me ideas and the creativity and the confidence, um, to be able to create new dishes or attempt new dishes. Um, because there have been plenty of times in which I've, I've gotten like, what do they call it? Like writer's block, but it's like, um, chef's block where I just don't want to cook anything. I can't think of anything. I'm overeating everything. I just don't even know where to go. And so things like Pinterest and YouTube give me a little bit of flexibility, um, to be able to do something different. Something I also want to be better at would be, um, connecting with my roots. So my Jamaican heritage and being able to cook Jamaican dishes I can only cook probably like two out of the thousands that exist. So that's an, an opportunity for me to explore um, kind of like what I'm able to create or what I'm able to do with um, with that. And so I'm looking forward to taking a stab at that. Um, you know, it, it's these are different things that I'm learning about myself. Calligraphy is actually something that I drew from my childhood. So growing up, I know that teachers probably hated me because my um, my writing, <laughs> my writing was all over the place. I mean, one session that I could be writing a paper, I'm writing graffiti. 
the next one I'm writing completely like block letters. You just never knew what you were going to get from me. And I love just the freedom of changing the pen and how you wrote and the idea of text really standing out and really being a part of the show versus like in the background of whatever you were saying or trying to accomplish. So, I mean, I had a whole series where all my dots for my eyes were hearts, you know, on my license. Yes, I, I use the heart. I definitely use the heart. So now that I'm a little bit older, I'm recognizing that that is actually a gift and something that, you know, not everyone can do when it comes to being flexible with their handwriting. And so that's been an exciting kind of rediscovery for me of how can I capitalize off of that and learn a little bit more. Um, you know, there's different things I think in life that we don't allow ourselves to have. And one of those things is an opportunity for us to enjoy ourselves for who we are and um, de-stress and decompress. You know, there's different ways that you can essentially do that. It could be a bath. It could be a face mask. It could be gardening. It can be riding your bike. It can be kayaking. It can be, um, you know, drawing. It can be so many things. Um, For me, cleaning can be very therapeutic. It gives me an opportunity to cleanse not my space and the things that I once valued and the things that I realized like this was a waste of time. What was I thinking? Um, it just really just depends on my mood at that given time. But it's a really great opportunity for me to look at life a lot differently than I did before, where I'm able to take advantage of um, my strengths or the things that interest me and dive into them wholeheartedly and enjoy them wholeheartedly you know, it's a gift to be able to be a chameleon and deal with so many different things on your plate. And when you find that, you know, you're, you're in the process of trying to, you know, have the rhythm behind that, but you're struggling and you feel as though you don't get a break and you don't get an opportunity to breathe and express yourself or enjoy what life has to offer. You really have to rethink some things. You really have to sit down and reevaluate some things, especially when you have children or you have a co-parenting situation where it feels that you don't have the complete control or the opportunity or flexibility. Um, you know, it's crazy to me. Something I always think about that I don't think that many people do, but schools, education centers, um, since that's a lot of my background, um, I realized that these, um, schools create curriculum from scratch sometimes, sometimes it's out of necessity, but other times it could be from scratch or, um, an interest, you know, or a shift in industry. And it really is just, it's la la land, made, it's just completely made up and drawn together and pieced together in a way that they feel like is best. Now, sometimes there's data to support it. And sometimes it's just complete interest based. Like they're just doing whatever it is they want to do and, you know, can charge us whatever they want to charge us too. So we really have to pay attention and realize that a lot of life is created. Um, your where we live, it's it's a place that was created. I know the swampland that I live in, of South Florida, created. You know the experience created. All of that is about creativity, and that is an outlet. That is a great way to channel yourself, um, find something with yourself. I've been seeing a lot lately, like lately, furniture flipping. Um, you know, plant growing. 
um, gardening, all of these different things that are just creating opportunities for people to grow and thrive and and find something good with their time. Um, especially for somebody who struggles with insecurities, stress and self-worth and, you know, what you bring to the table, things like makeup and design, all of those things are just great outlets. I mean, boating, fishing, all of those things are great ways for you to act or, um, engage with nature, with life, with other individuals connect on a different level. Um, there's a lot of freedom behind that as well, too. Many of us probably feel like, we're being, we're being restricted. Our views, our thoughts, our routines put that in us. Now, the only way to break free and the only way to genuinely be able to uplift ourselves and wiggle ourselves out of that is to create these outlets in which we're able to express, even if it's only on the weekend. I mean, there's people that I talk to all the time that have these different, um, ways about them that are just done in, in, in a short amount of time. So whether it be just a weekend or it'll be, um, just on Saturday mornings, or it'd be a game night that is done with your family. You know, all of these things are great outlets. If you feel more at home, you know, with a friend or a, a, a certain type of group, creating reasons why you guys meet up every week or every month, it's super important. You, you have the freedom and flexibility to do those things, you know, to have a game night every Tuesday or to be able to have a meetup that you're part of, you know, all of those things are important or even having a zoom call with your family. Sometimes we're more afraid of the no's than we are of the yeses. And the nose, you know, obviously can be, you know, big bad wolves and super scary because nobody really likes rejection. But one way I see rejection or hearing a no is a direction. It's just letting me know what direction should I go into? What, what speed should I put on this? What value should I place on this? I just have to know what exactly needs to happen. Water is still going to run. Okay. Water's still going to run. Even though there's a rock there, it's going to go around. Even though it, there's a wall there, it's going to go to the left. There's, it doesn't necessarily stop anything. What it does, it just alters the path. And I think, you know, focusing on that, I know recently I've been really trying to um, have more like girls time and, you know, having a little girls night um, definitely helps to do that, to surround yourself by, you know, including people in your circle or your family to be able to do that, you know, not talking about it, just doing it. There's a big piece of that, especially when we're talking about outlets and stuff like that. It's just doing it like, Hey, I'm making it like you would do food. I got to go pick this up today. I got to go pick up my journal today. I got to go over here and do this today. Um, there's great, you know, kits and opportunities like on Amazon to do painting. That's something I've been interested in. I've been hesitant about it because y'all know if you mess up a painting, you got to find another canvas. Like you can't just be like, it's not like paper. That's my, that's my biggest drawback is like, Oh my gosh, if I meant to, if I messed this up and when I mess this up, I got to get a whole new canvas. So I'm definitely looking for variety packs for, for, um, canvases because it'll make a world of a difference when I am trying to get stuff done <laughs> and trying to explore this. Cause I, I do anticipate a learning curve. <laughs> So trying to be gentle on my pockets when it comes to an activity, because again, stuff like this, when you're finding outlets can, can be pricey. They can start to add up. They can start to get in the way of bills or responsibilities, but 
definitely allowing yourself the opportunity to um, make a difference in who you are and create an outlet that is um, relieving, exciting, um, fun, something you look forward to, something that where you feel like yourself, you can ground yourself, you can learn a little bit more about yourself. All of those things make a world of a difference and they hold such value. So never be afraid, never be hesitant when it comes to that because you essentially starve yourself and you start to almost like um, suffocate yourself. And with that comes no good. You started to take in all of those toxins, taking all of those, those negative vibes and that dirty energy. And anytime that it rains or anytime that, um, there's an opportunity, you're going to, you're going to leak. And the, the biggest fear is all of those things in your body, in your mindset do create blockage. And when you burst open, when you have a breakdown, you won't be able to hold yourself together because you are the cause. And there's so many different angles in which you've allowed to kind of stuff yourself full of things that don't serve you. And you start to, to, to feel that eventually. And repairing that is, is, is exhausting. It is exhausting. It's very time consuming. It's much more efficient to schedule time with yourself. Even if that means on your work schedule, you block off time and make up a meeting, whatever that looks like. I know for me, for instance, with work, I make sure that I don't have meetings that are back to back. There has to be 30 minutes in between. There's just no way I need to decompress. I can't, I used to do that just to knock them out, but I realized I, there was no off switch. I was just always taking in stuff always, you know, and you never got your footing. You never got to go to the bathroom, much less eat. That's not realistic. Listen, a half hour isn't going to kill nobody. Okay. It'll be all right. It'll be okay. So just taking that time to decompress and taking that time whenever you are participating in something or working with something, you are direct and you are hitting the you know the points that are necessary so that way you can, you know, create and carve out more time for yourself. You know, for me, um, something as simple as not even simple, but something um, as mundane <laughs> as driving to and from work, I use the opportunity to either call my loved ones that I haven't spoken to in a while. Or it couldn't be to listen to a podcast or audio book that I don't necessarily, aren't, I'm not able to carve out that time once I get home. Because once I get home, there's X, Y, and Z things that I need to do. So I always try to find ways to maximize my time and navigate things. And that can be a good two hours out of the day that I've carved out for an audio book that I wouldn't have made time for if I was home. So all of those things are pristine opportunities for you to have outlets where you can fill your cup up and feel a lot better about what you have going on and get what you're trying to get through. So I definitely recommend you guys, you know, checking these these resources out or just trying um, trying them because we would definitely be better people if we did. I can't even lie to you, you know, and in sur- surrounding yourself by people with people who, you know, um, make you your best, make you feel amazing, make you feel great. Um, they definitely, definitely, definitely make a difference in your life and inspire you. Finding some inspiration to spend more time with yourself is also a great way. And I hope that this episode has definitely helped you, you know, consider outlets and reprioritize, if not prioritize those outlets so you can be a better person for yourself and others. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. I definitely appreciate it. And I look forward to chatting with you guys in my next episode.